On this episode of the 5P Podcast, I, your host, Michael J. Penny, am sitting down with Mr. Dave Berlin. He owns Berlin Enterprises. You can find him at davemeansbusiness.com right now. Also, if you're checking out the show notes, we have his link tree in there. Dave is a Marine veteran turned business leader. He's been involved in business development, leadership training, sales and marketing training, and a whole host of other different things. He is also the city leader at Bunker Labs Las Vegas. So we're going to touch on a little bit of that there also. He's helping veterans get into business for themselves. So without further ado, Mr. Dave Berlin, welcome to the 5P Podcast Show. Mike, man, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Absolutely. It's always so good talking with fellow Marines. So thank you for coming on here. This is fantastic. All right, so let me... Straight away, let me ask you, what is that problem opportunity that you see out there in the environment right now that you're tackling? Well, the, the biggest problem right now, um, as we come out of quarantine and every everyone starts going into their own phase one and phase two is, man, there's there's uh, estimate, estimated 20 million people or more that, that are out of work, that aren't passing out business cards anymore. That aren't that aren't connecting, that aren't growing their businesses, that aren't growing their book of business. Um, so the immediate problem for me is, you know, how can I help? Um, you know, so many people have relied on stabbing people with business cards every networking event that they go to. Right. And for me, I just I know the you know, especially somebody who became a statistic myself. Um, I know the power of relationships. So the immediate problem right now is how do we teach people to connect on a different level? Uh, so that's what I've been focused on for the last couple of years. That's fantastic. Okay. So you run your own business and I understand that. All right. What is the mission of your business and then how that focuses in to a greater extent in how you help our fellow veterans? Absolutely. Uh, for me, the, the mission is, is pretty simple, right? It's to inspire people to maximize their full potential, right? Um, that could be in business, that could be in their personal life, professional life. Uh, it's really so that they can live the life that, that they deserve. And I know that's a, a warm, fuzzy, fuzzy type of feeling. But when we get down into the tactics of how do they do that? Um, it starts with relationships, relationships in business, um, so essentially, I help people maximize their relationships uh, to create more opportunities, right? And, and that could be in the niche of, of growing their business, right? So when it comes to hiring and company culture and things like that, um, a lot of times it turns into sales. You know, I've got a, a very diverse background in sales, uh, but there's a better way to do it, right? Instead of just stabbing everybody with a business card, making everybody a prospect. Um, so how do you connect on a deeper level? So uh, maximizing their potential through uh, relationships is really, really the mission. And obviously how that converts into what I do for veterans. Um, as I started growing a business back in, in Tulsa, I helped a, an organization grow into 10 cities. Wow. Every city that we, we tried to, to open up, the first contact that I started to make in that community was veterans. So I've been helping connect veterans to resources for six or seven years now. Um, as I became a city leader with Bunker Labs, now it's an opportunity to, to bring both worlds together. So how can I really focus my energy on connecting veterans to the resources and connections that they need um, in a military community? But then there is a lot of crossover 
so there's a lot of people. I love the, the idea of five paragraph. There's a lot of businesses that need us. So I'm able to bridge that gap between business and, and veterans uh, on both sides. So that's, that's how it all ties in. Absolutely. Folks, we're on with Dave Berlin right now. You can check him out at DaveMeansBusiness.com. You can see what he's talking about as far as the value proposition, because you and I relate on this definitely, especially from a business development standpoint, it is relationship focus, right? And relationship focus is adding value to our friends' lives, and that becomes reciprocated. Relationship-based focus is not cronyism right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's being able to establish a mutually benefiting relationship in order to then be able to help who would be our client, our customer, what have you. It's a win-win-win when you break it down that way. So let me ask you, Dave Berlin, how do you execute this mission on a daily basis? Yeah, so I've, uh, I've been doing a process, you know, I've created my own intellectual property, if you will, um, I call it why networking. You know, I, I was really plugged in and I subscribe to the idea of start with why by, by, you know, authors like Simon yeah. 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 And I've been closely affiliated with their organization uh, for a couple of years now. When I read the book, I reached out and just asked if they would be my mentor. Right. Um, and, and it's interesting. Uh, I've still never met Simon or talked to Simon, but his COO actually called me and then I got involved pretty early in the why discovery course. So I've helped businesses and organizations discover their why and purpose and, and communicate that. Um, that evolved as my, my passion and frustration for building relationships grew. Um, I, I had the, the crazy idea about two years ago and I was like, man, can I just put why in front of networking and, and call it why networking? And back in December of, of 2017, why networking was born. So um, I've created a couple of principles on, on how I communicate, how to build more authentic relationships. Uh, that turned into a keynote. Uh, and then with that, I've hosted events to, to help people sort of break the belief barriers of what, what networking is. Um, it's Excellent. turned into a, a great keynote that's ideal for, um, yeah, I hate to steal the first session, but it's really great for first sessions at virtual events or conferences because it really sets the tone of, hey, you're in a new environment with a lot of people. One, one connection can make the difference. How can you not screw it up, right? How can you not just stab people with a business card? And, and so I've been communicating that. I've been on podcasts and, um, you know, I've done some individual coaching to help people break those belief barriers and how to apply it into things like sales and marketing. Excellent. Yeah, that's great when you can set the tone for the entire event, especially if you're doing something with breakout sessions and other stuff like that. Folks, if you want to check out Dave Berlin's TED Talk, do so. Is that also part of that link tree that you provided? So that I believe so. Yeah, that was my first public talk. Um, that's a whole story in itself. Um, but yeah, just being part of a community, I was part of a 5am mastermind. We met for coffee, uh, Friday mornings at 5am and we all talked about big dreams and goals. And I set the goal in 2023 to do a Ted talk. And 14 months later, uh, that dream came to reality. So, uh, I was a little nervous in that one. So don't judge me by that, but I was able to talk about something I was passionate about and it was veteran transition. 
Hey man, I get it. I, I did one, I did TEDx Raleigh here in March of 2016. And I know yeah. it is nerve wracking. I tell you what, especially coming out of military instruction background, I'm used to walking around and doing all sorts of stuff, engaging yep. folks. When you do a TED talk, you're standing out there on the red dot and your slides are behind you. Yep. You know, you've got to, you got to get it locked in, you know, and yep. there's a time hack associated with it and everything else. Yep. So yeah, I got you. That's fantastic. That is yeah. so excellent that you're working in all of these different avenues, but you have focused it on that why. You know, it's yeah. funny because my first ever client with 5P, I was on a flight out to Dallas for a speaking engagement, and he was reading Leaders Eat Last by Simon okay. Sinek. I love so it. I nudged yeah. him, and I was like, you know, he stole all that stuff from the Marines, right? <laughs> it, was just, it was so great. But we chatted all the way to baggage and, you know, gave him a card and all of this other stuff. And he wound up being one of our, one of our very first clients. And it was well, interesting because he honed in on that why. And Simon Sinek uses a lot of our military leadership principles in being is, able yeah. to convey that out to people. That's fantastic. Well, well the, just in, I'm sure it might tie into the conversation. His newest book is called The Infinite Game. And I read it in December and again, I'm always addicted to their ideology and things like that. And it, in December, I was like, this is the most powerful conversation we're ever going to have in business. Yeah. Three months later, as we all entered quarantine, what's interesting is the principles of that book stand more true now than ever. Um, so I've started talking with their organization a little bit more, attending some of their virtual workshops, seeing how they're pivoting and making that change. But, but one of the things that I brought up and it's interesting how you got one of your best relationships from seeing somebody read that book. I take a couple of copies of different books all the time everywhere I go. That's cool. how I start new relationships. I'll just set them out on the table. I've been having coffee and, and, and in a very deep conversation, almost like if we were recording a podcast with somebody sitting across from me. Right. And somebody will walk over and apologize and say, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I effing love that book. And when somebody <laughs> cusses, when somebody cusses about a book, that's, that's a they new connection. That's a new opportunity. I'm not trying to sell them anything except for what else are you reading? You know, who yes. else are you learning from? How can we collaborate? How can we connect? And how can we create something incredible? So uh, to me, that it all starts with relationships. Man, that's so great. You know, one of my favorite sayings is find close-hearted people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know my favorite poem. I know my favorite song. I know my favorite books. I don't know them by mind. I know them by heart. Yep. And it just, boom, it resonates, right? So that goes down to that core value. You know, you put those things out there and it kind of, it digs a little deeper inside of you and says, hey, these are some of the things that I believe. These are some of my principles. These are the attitudes that I share, right? Absolutely. And it shows that it gives that little glimpse right there. Man, that's a great idea. I'm going to steal that. I really am. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Please yeah. do. One, okay, so the most recent books that I've been reading through is Xenophon's Cyropedia, which is the education okay. of Cirrus. Great leadership book from the standpoint of reciprocal love of relationships in between not just warriors, but leaders. Good, strong-hearted people, remain Absolutely. good, goodness was a huge effect of the Cirrus empire and so on. And Cirrus, I mean, he... He conquered essentially from Egypt all the way across and north to south and what is modern day Middle East. 
Cyrus is the same king who released the Jews and sent them back to Israel. These leadership principles, as Mattis would say, nothing's new under the sun. This is, this is a book, a text that was written 2,500 years ago, 3,000 years ago, now that I think about it. And then just recently, I finished the pamphlet, War is a Racket, by Smedley D. Butler. You like Smedley okay. Butler, General Butler? Nice, nice. Heck yeah. Very cool. He had the Brevet awesome. Medal and two Medals of Honor, 33 years of service. The guy definitely knew what he was talking about. And I think yeah. he would be very proud of these two Marines right here. That's awesome. Because when he was leading the 500,000 in essentially what is a march, the World War I veterans in Washington asking for bonuses and all of this other stuff, what do you think he was using as the template in order to be able to lead these things? The operation yeah. process. Absolutely. And, and what we're doing, Smedley talks about a defense force rather than a foreign war military force, which, you know, the guy's a general, I'm going to pay attention to what he's talking about. He served a heck of a lot longer than I did and in a heck of a lot more wars than I did, you know? So it's one of those things where a lot of us who are picking up the mantle as veterans, as business leaders, who are applying a lot of the same military leadership management methods. And it's interesting too. I don't know if you're the same way I was in the infantry, but the only way to be able to get anything done was by building relationships. That was it. Because most people think that that's a big misconception. A lot of people think that we did the job because we had to. Not at all. We we could we could deny those orders at any time. And and one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in leadership is it is sales. Leadership and sales are the same thing. The only difference is in the military, there's no transaction. I don't swipe a credit card, but I decide to follow the people that are that are leading me uh, with every with every order, with every execution. We make that commitment, and that's our transaction, right? In, in the civilian. What's that? Yeah, it's absolutely that buy-in. And and you don't have to do it. And yes, I was in the infantry and I had some leaders that I didn't necessarily agree with. Oh, sure. And, uh, you know, um, but yeah, I think it's it's interesting to see that and how, because a lot of people, especially that don't have a connection to the military, don't know anybody that served, they think we were just blindly following orders. And to your point in all the books and everything that you reference, it's interesting when you talk about love and caring and heart most people think that we're just these war dogs but how do we how do we conquer you know civilizations we do it because we have a, a heart for humanity that that bleeds deeper than most people um it, we cared more than everybody else it wasn't that we were these you know these spartan warriors and in some sense we were but it's because we we cared more and that's right. what empowered us to not only do the job but to lead the people to do to do the job with us oh yeah you know i fought in ramadi iraq on two tours in 05 and again in 07 and one of the most interesting things that happened is i had this woman who looked ancient okay but a woman in that country approached me that automatically is culturally weird yeah. And she looked like she must have been 150 years old. She was probably 35. You know what I mean? And she yeah. comes up to me and in unbroken English, she looks at me and she goes, thank you for coming back, Marine. What? How did yeah. you even recognize me? What are you talking about? I got a different gear set for crying sake, right? 
But what I thought was so interesting is the way that she viewed that as a liberation. The other thing that I find so interesting is that we act out of love in the military, love of country, love of brother in arms, love of, uh, we are patriots, right? So we care very deeply about this wonderful republic and the experiment that it is, right? And so I saw many a time where the enemy's ranks would get routed and broken because they didn't really care about each other, even though they're a countryman. And so many times where our lines held, even in those terrible situations where things blow up around you. You know, that was my TED talk. What's your IED? How to add value during life's explosive situations. Well, I think from translating from business to military, I can't expect everyone to have the, I'm going to jump on a grenade, right? you know, like mentality. Some people just don't, they don't care about it enough. What I think is great about what you're doing with five paragraph is if we can have that sense of loyalty and that sense of dedication to each other in a life or death situation to where we're making that commitment to, to, to die for the person to our left or right. And that communication works, but it also works in a business setting where people would rather stab each other to, to, to <laughs> kind of move up. So sometimes if it works, like yeah. it, it doesn't matter as long as it works and it accomplishes the mission, then I think that can be the bridge of communication that helps facilitate the two. And for transitioning veterans, I'm always looking down the road as well for transitioning veterans that one little thing, if they come into an organization and that becomes a common practice where they're like, yeah, we do five paragraph here. They can be like, wait, what? (laughs) Right. You do. Awesome. Like that can be such a big relief from all the the tension that it takes for them to adapt into the, to the civilian, uh, into the civilian world. So I think there's a, a level of brilliance to it. Um, frameworks always help because it kind of fills the gap where people sometimes they, they don't have the capacity to think super big picture, but they can get from point A to point B. Uh, and, and as they get that momentum, then later it can turn into bigger vision and, and bigger execution. Well, there you go. Nailed it. <laughs> hey, we're talking with Dave Berlin. Go to DaveMeansBusiness.com. DaveMeansBusiness.com. Check that out right now to get the full backstory, the full Monty, the full scoop. All right, Dave is also, he's a fellow Marine. He's a veteran. He's a business leader. He's engaged in business development, sales, marketing, leadership. It's based on relationships. And relationships have to be based on reciprocity, right? right? I add value to you, you add value to me, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And it can, it can matriculate all the way down to the lowest ranks inside of an organization, mm-hmm. right? Because relationships are, are the lifeblood inside of an organization. The employee who sweeps up in the middle of the night is having a relationship, whether they like it or not, with the overall organization that they are a part of. And I hope that they're going there with the best of intentions to be able to add value to people, which is hugely critical right? Because how else do you get that mission buy-in? You know, when you're out in the middle of 29 Palms, let's say, for instance, and you're sucking sand and you're waiting for a helicopter to get out of your airspace so that you can keep blowing stuff up, how do you keep sane in that moment? I was a mortarman by trade. We used to play spades every once in a while, right? Stuff like that. But that's building our relationship. Yeah. You know, when I talk with my A-gunner about what's going on back home, he, by the way, was from uh, Shawnee, Oklahoma. 
There it is. Nice. Right? But right? Another Oklahoman. He always used yeah. to be like, you know who's from Shawnee? Brad Pitt. I'm like, I don't care. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he would say stuff like, checkmate, king me. I'm like, that, yeah. boom, that's two different. Whatever, man. All right, whatever. Go find us all. What's, what's funny about that is you talk about transition. Well, how many people are in transition right now? Mm-hmm. Right? How many people are in transition right now? And guess what? It's the relationships that they've made in the past. I remember whenever I was getting out and I got out in 2003 before things got really intense, but I knew that there was about seven places, seven cities where I can make a phone call and I would have an opportunity, a place to live and food, food on my plate overnight. If anything ever happened. And that came from the, the camaraderie that we had from the military. Yes. Well now look at all the people that are in transition. All the people that aren't passing out the same business card as they were a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I think it was my Angelo that said, people won't remember what you said. They won't remember what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. There's a, there's a really defined line right now where some companies are innovating and growing at rapid rates that they never could have before. They need people. There's a, there's an, uh, uh, out of work workforce that are all in transition right now. Right. But for the people that are on those people that are on those teams that are growing, do you think that they're going to call on the people that like every time they saw them in an event, they tried to sell them or, or, you know, try to push them into a corner and make them buy something or go to their thing. No, they're going to, they're going to connect with and say, Oh, I remember, I remember Dave, Dave never asked anything of me, but he was always on the hustle. He was always out connecting. He was always out grinding. And that's why in just a couple of days, I had a lot of people reaching out saying, Hey, what are you working on right now? Um, you know, Hey, we had this big pivot and maybe you can help. Um, and, and those were people that even the role that I was in four or five years ago, I was in a role of selling, but I didn't make every transaction about that. So it's, it's about investing in those relationships because a dormant relationship, you know, 10 years later, 10 years ago, it didn't make any sense at all. There's no way we would ever work together. It just wouldn't fit. But 10 years later, we're all in a very different world now. And, you know, some of those people that I'm reconnecting with are people that are, you know, innovating on a massive scale that, that need more people like you, like me. And, and how do I connect the dots and, and help everybody, um, you know, fulfill their mission? Uh, and it, again, it all ties back to mine. And along the way, I get to help, help veterans uh, figure out what the hell they're doing. That's so great. So folks, if you're checking out Dave Berlin right now, DaveMeansBusiness.com, check out Dave Berlin. I got to ask you, and kind of starting to wrap things up here. I've got Bunker Labs up on here. You are a city, city leader in Bunker Labs. You can see folks how this gentleman's expertise is tailoring in to the overall experience of Bunker Labs Las Vegas. Okay, so if you're a veteran out there, you're struggling as I was. I went through the Raleigh-Durham initial cohort of Bunker Labs veteran entrepreneurs and then wound up working for Bunker Raleigh. So I understand what that full experience is. I myself went through the learning experience, worked with other entrepreneurs. I can tell you right now that it is totally worth your time and effort to go into Bunker Labs Las Vegas right now, link up with Dave Berlin. If you want to get a better understanding of who he is and click the link that we've got associated with this video, you can go to davemeansbusiness.com. 
right? But tell the folks a little bit about Bunker Las Vegas and the experience that they're going to have there. Yeah, so it's it's really it's really great. We were ramping up. Um, you know, me and some of the other city leaders attended the big national summit last year to get a, a good overhaul. We started making connections. We started hosting our first Bunker Brews. Um, we were just right on the edge of getting our first space at, at WeWork and, and things like that. And COVID struck. We were doing our big chapter launch. Our big chapter launch was was tied in with uh, the Cosmopolitan here in Las Vegas. Okay, um, yeah. Right on the strip. We were going to do a big, big launch in April. And of course, COVID struck. So everything got sort of put on hold. So we're making the shift right now to virtual, but we're able to connect with people at a rapid rate. Um, so I've set up my calendar um, and I'll make sure and include those links. I'll shoot those over to you as well for my calendar for veterans in the community, uh, but also people that want to help. And um, actually, I got some dates and stuff confirmed. I'm going to be uh, speaking on the next virtual event coming up on the 28th and I'll get that link out as well. Um, but I'll be talking about why networking and I'll be doing it on the Bunker Labs virtual virtual summit. So um, the the thing that people are going to get here is they're going to get connected to people from all over the world. Um, Vegas is a hodgepodge. And the great thing about being a city leader with Bunker Labs is as soon as I connect with people in the community and I tell them that we're in other cities, they're connecting back to the home cities that they're from and we're building that bridge. So we're, we're at a really hot spot um, as people are coming to Vegas for all kinds of reasons anyways. But right. now um, I'm, I'm, kind of dedicating a lot more of my time to seeing what the other cities are up to and stuff like that. So as I meet people here in our community, uh, I can connect that bridge back to people in their home communities as well. So um, as we're in the early phases of really ramping things up here, what people can expect is, um, you know, I'm on their side to connect them to whatever resources are going to make them successful. Um, whether that be um, starting a business, growing a business, um, and then I've got a couple of different organizations that I'm plugged in with uh, that I, hopefully I can create some strategic partnerships that really help people maximize their potential. Excellent. You got an advocate in Dave Berlin. Go to DaveMeansBusiness.com to check out what he's all about. Now, do you have a website for Bunker Labs LV? Yeah, we do. And uh, it's on it's on the homepage. They just kind of changed the whole structure and all that stuff to, okay. to start accommodating for... Uh, for that, but if you go to bunkerlabs.org okay. and and go to locations, uh, you can find the the Las Vegas tab on there. Excellent, cool. Well, there you go, fellow veterans. Go check it out, Bunker Labs LV. Check out Dave Berlin. Check out DaveMeansBusiness.com. You'll be able to check Dave out and everything that he is into. So. Any saved rounds? Any closing statements for our audience members out there? No, I think, uh, you know, the, the easiest step that, that people can do to, to change the way they start to approach relationships is um, I make it a game, right? So many people, as soon as you ask that question, what do you do? You're setting yourself up and you're setting them up to, to go on a, on a soapbox and try to start selling you. Even the people that I don't want to sell people, I just want to serve people. You're still, you still naturally go into that sales mode. And and what I always challenge people to do is, can you ask five questions before you say, what do you do? 
And, and it's interesting because I think a lot of times the, the reason why people say that it's not because they want to hurt people. They just don't know what else to say. Um, so if they can come up with four or five questions that they can ask before that, sometimes the relationship has an opportunity to go a lot further before it starts shutting down. So, um, that's just the game that I play. Um, so I always try and encourage people to do that. And even if they, if they can, great, if it takes a little bit of practice. Um, but if they have that, that little set of questions that they ask, so, um, you know, my favorite thing to always end with is, is, is there a favorite question that you have? Uh, that cuts straight to who somebody is. And then I let people steal those questions. So do you have a, a question that, that you like to ask that, that is your, your favorite to learn about somebody? Yeah, I ask them what their favorite poem is, their favorite song might be. I'll ask them what their favorite flavor of ice cream is. Uh, I'll ask them whether they like Chicago or New York style pizza. Nice. Uh, that's another thing, right? New York for me. <laughs> and there you go. There you go. And I'm a deep dish guy. What can I say? Less bread, more meat. You know, I'm yeah. just all about it. You know, I yeah. might ask them to a degree. I'll ask them about sports a little bit, but yeah. sometimes we don't tiptoe into that because I want it to be about the person. I yeah. want it to be about them. You know, so yeah. what are these things? You know, and of course, I mean, I'm a family man. So I like asking people about their family. There I like is. asking them how things are doing. And then being like, oh, yeah, fine, huh? Really? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. none of us are doing fine, right? Right. Uh, so, it, so it's like, how can we kind of skim away some of that BS and kind of get down to really, where's the pain? Where's the yeah. problems? Where's the shortcomings? How can we help each other? I'm a really spiritual person. I really, really am. I'm like chit-chatting with people and trying to better understand core values in between us, what those problems are that hurt us. And if you got a problem, I'm going to try to fix it. Yep. And that right there, that's that reciprocity out of the relationship with all of the other business leaders that I got, you know, that's the reciprocity. Hey bro, I got a problem. You know, it's yep. almost like the, the mastermind line. Give me one rose, two thorns. Right. Yep. Here's this one rose, this excellent win that took place. You know, the book is out. We've got, you know, our website up, whatever. But here's the problem. I really need help with business development in order to be able to get this direct message wise in front of people. But then I also yep. really need help as far as advertising, you know, or something yep. along those lines. Right. Yep. And, uh, and if I can, if I can hone in personally on the core values of the people, and really see what is, you know, the problem inside and stuff like that. If I have the opportunity to be able to fix it, I will do it. So that, that's, that's me. Hey, yeah. folks, well, mine have... ties back to the book. For me, it's always, I, my favorite question I always ask people is, what are you reading right now that you're getting value out of? Um, or is there something that, that, that's really carrying you through something? And um, yeah, so for me, it's, I've always got a book in my hand. I'm always listening to an audio book walking, listening, learning, and, and trying to find other people uh, like that to connect with. Because to me, that's the equivalent of wearing a jersey, right? If you wear a, uh, but, but the interesting thing about a jersey is sometimes you won't let that connection happen. If somebody from Oklahoma, you know, see somebody in a Dallas jersey, there's just like this, I don't, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to go out of my way to, to learn about this person, but man, they could be reading the same book. They could be going through the same pitfalls. So to me, that book is like a Jersey that says, Hey, this is what I'm, this is what I'm reading. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm excited about. This is what I'm learning about. 
and man, sometimes that, that just turns into to great conversations. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's always my favorite thing. Cool, yeah. You, you know, you can always get away with a really good compliment. Yeah. You can oh, yeah. always get away with a really good compliment. You know, that's, that's something great. that six year olds, like my son, he just, that's his superpower. He's like, Ooh, that's I awesome. really like your hair. You know, he'll say that to a woman, stuff like that. I'm like, oh man, you're a little charmer, you're a heartbreaker. That's awesome. Yeah. I may have to teach my son that. He's he's uh he's about to turn 16, so uh, he definitely <laughs> needs some superpowers. There you go. Yeah, I know I know how it goes, man. Mine range from 14 to 3 right now. Oh wow. So Very I good. am running the gamut. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So all of those life lessons that we can share with our children, be able to lead by example and all of the other things that come along with it, it is hugely important. Folks, Absolutely. if you haven't noticed, you have an advocate in us here, okay? We yeah. hope that we hope that this resonates with you. We hope that you get in touch with us. Go to DaveMeansBusiness.com. I've got his link tree in here. Check them out. Check out Bunker Labs Las Vegas. If you're a fellow veteran or a veteran supporter and you're looking to be able to, to get people together with that same mindset, close-hearted people who come out of patriotic background and be able to do a heck of a lot more than network, go check out Bunker Labs Las Vegas. Check out Mr. Dave Berlin, fellow Marine. Freaking awesome having you on the 5P Podcast show, brother. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And people, if you haven't already done so, go check out fiveparagraph.com. The book is free right now. No, we don't have a digital copy. No, we don't have an audio copy. It's a workbook. You fill it out as you go. It corresponds with our inner circle, full learning experience, your virtual mastermind group, and get signed up for an advisor session with me, Michael J. Penny. Hey, folks, until next time, Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, review the podcast, share all of those wonderful things. And until next time, take care and be well. And we're out. Boom. Oh.